The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Thanks for being part of the show today. We had some fun. Great uh, job by Gluck and Abdallah. They're on after Waddle and Sylvie, yes. 6 until 8. How about that? Boys, we get you home next. Crosstalk brought to you by Club Hawthorne and the betting bars featuring horse racing, video slots, and sports betting throughout the Chicagoland. Bottle and Sylvia are here. They are Sing here. A song. Thank heaven. Sing, you guys a, Sing a song. Thursday. Thursday this week. Thursday. And then you guys are out Friday. Don't Friday, Friday we're out. It's not good enough. Buffalo Wild Wings and Schaumburg on Friday. See? Yes. Just sing. Sylvie's got his show. Sing him the money t shirt. I like that one. Obvious shirts. That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah. a good line. Joe Show from him Obvious. The I don't even know if he's got this on the website. That's Show a good one. I requested that he, yeah, sh- for Show him. Show him the money. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it is. 500 Show mil. Show him the money. Show him. Boy, Show think him the money. I think it's got to be All five. Right, ask him the question you asked me. Pass, fail, or what? Yeah, like is it pass, fail, so or like if you find no, out they offered him 400 million, but he chose somewhere else, would you? second best. Like how would you feel? Would be you be pissed? Cut, be as cutthroat oh, as if you they, want. If they, under, if they underpay him, like on the contract? Well, yeah. Like if, but I said, is there a number in no, your mind where no. you want? No, no. So it's like pass fail. You're going to get the return on investment. Okay, so you're yeah. like you're going. It's pass yeah. fail. Yes. Okay. Pass yes. fail. Yes. Period. You've got it. If you're in it, you're in it. Be okay. as cutthroat as you were getting Craig Council here. Yes. Be ready to okay. screw yeah, over yeah, anybody top of the market and screw over everybody when it comes to the way they did David. Let's do it. All right. Let's let's screw people. That's right. Huh? If it's going to get for 2024, get you your guy. That's the important thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because if we have to, we're going to screw you. That's yeah. right. That's the Cubs motto for 2024. I like it. I like Whatever it. it takes. Put it on a billboard. Hey, put on a shirt. I like it already. Sean, I, I read passing today. Yeah, we uh, talked about it a little the bit. One. He pa- no, I, we, I read it. We talked about it. He said that uh, he could be looking to take a shorter term deal and an opt out. You know, like one of those a big annual, especially if he value. gets back to pitching. I don't think the Cubs are going to sh- to short him on the offer. It's no, going to come down to whether or not he wants, he wants to play. Would four hundred million be shorting him on the offer? Uh, yes. If the Dodgers are offering four fifty, yeah. yeah that's, I think you have to offer have as to much whatever, as everybody. Like, yeah. If you're going to be in it, you yes. got to be in it. Yes. Wherever it is, we're going to match. And if, yeah. and if and he we'll, chooses somewhere else, then you pick right. here. Yeah. And then, the, and then look, there are the technicalities. Of the the opt out. If he wants to opt out after two years, you win. Do you let him? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, you 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 let him do what he wants at this point. Carm, what did you? Th- we had this conversation. We came to the conclusion he could probably, you could probably subsidize. Forty percent of his contract yearly. So I mean, if you're paying fifty million a year, you could probably raise an additional twenty million per season in ancillary revenue that you're not going to get if he's not. Yeah, I would think. I'm not good with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you need someone who's really savvy with the business side of you how these deals work. But I, that seems about right. How many tickets do you believe that? I was doing the math. Their season sells out in two seconds if they sign. So, okay, so, so that's forty-one thousand. They averaged thirty-four thousand at home. It's it's an additional, like even if you get an extra five thousand, 
tickets. Tickets. That's an extra four hundred and five thousand tickets sold. At? That's just if you add five thousand. That's an extra four hundred five thousand tickets at what's the at average? What, what's yeah. the average of a Cubs ticket? I'm guessing seventy some bucks. Is that the at, average? At least I, w- I was trying. I mean, it, like a bleacher seat these days is is what eighty bucks? Oh, it's it out is. like sixty yeah. to what, eighty. What's the dynamic pricing? The average ticket one hundred ninety seven. One hundred dollars? Could that be for a baseball ticket? That oh, seems high. At Wrigley, like it's the highest. I don't know. It's one of the, amongst well, the highest. What's the average Cubs ticket? Let's just say it's fifty bucks. Well, look, um, no, it's more 50, than that. It's got to be more than fifty. It's more than fifty. But hundred, let's you say seventy-five just for the sake of the exercise. Seventy-five times four hundred and five thousand. That's thirty point three million. That's my point. And and yeah, Carm, the math does is this: that's five thousand extra tickets sold over the course of eighty-one games. That takes you from thirty-four thousand and change to about thirty-nine thousand and change. That still leaves two thousand seats. Which is, you know, I mean, that's occupancy's forty one thousand. If you're putting thirty nine thousand oh, yeah, in there every game, on, that's your at, you your, know, your percentage you're at of ninety sell, something percent. Yeah, like the Dodgers don't do that. No, the Yankees don't do that. No, you would be the number one team in terms of the yeah, the you, percentage you're at 90, of ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. But it, like, if you add five thousand, there's you go thir- an extra thirty million just in ticket sales. Not to mention. Your refreshments, your paraphernalia. Well, think about the companies that would want to do business with you, too, because Um, of him. This this website says the Cubs' average season ticket or ticket price is fifty three dollars. Okay, so I was so we were high then fifty three. I figured seventy five. That's what it might says. You still, you still had twenty over in twenty million. Baseball twenty nine. Yeah. It was fifty nine dollars and forty nine cents. Twenty one and a half million dollars. Okay. Twenty fe- million. I have a feeling that's that before done. Carmi sell the patch. That's before anything else. And yeah. it's how fancy they get. They reconfigured and maybe reallocated some seats in another area. And these are only prices not like in special club areas could and be. such like that. Oh, no, I know. You're probably right. I know how they work at having been part of the NFL yes. and seen how they oh, manipulated yeah. tickets. The designated group. Yes. This manipulation. So, let's say, Carmen, still let's, over $20 million. Let, let's, let's say, like, just like to be bare bones, let's say they only get 2,500 tickets more. Per game sold, right? That's Half still that. ten you're million. Still 10, you're over ten. That's twenty percent of eleven million bucks. Not counting all the others. Uh, I mean, like this guy pays for himself, unlike other players, especially that have in ever a place like Chicago agency. with the Cubs. You know, you get that because that that the it's ticket, why what, it's why every major league baseball owner, I don't care what market you're in, should be considering trying to get into the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Meantime, my owner laughs at the very so idea. So is mine. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But 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 yeah, but mine does it publicly. Well, that's true. Yeah, he doesn't the, care. Which is the biggest My owner told for his fans, "Where else are you going to go?" That's true. Let's so, play who whose true. owner is worse. Yeah. <laughs> what a you game! Know what? what a game! Well, at least, yeah, you know at what? Least Carm, his owner's got Ellie Dillon Cruz. Well, Carm, I'm going to say like I may. I'm, yeah, I may choose my guy. Is yeah. Is well, better. Well, you sit this one out. Why don't Carm? You and I argue about. Your owner for the Sox, my <laughs> my owner for the Bulls. Which owner is Which worse? Owner is worse? Which so owner is worse? Let's go. The Sox owner or the Bulls owner? I still think it's the Sox owner. I don't know. I think I think the the Bulls owner kind of looks alike, like the Sox owner, just younger. I'm going with Michael as being the owner. Oh, you are? Uh, no, mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's funny, though. I, like, you sit this one out. We'll argue over the Sox and the Bulls. It's just so bad. So bad. 
Uh, now there's at least talk that uh, they're going to be trading away Zach and some others. Did you guys Which see that? Which is what you should have done before the season Shams started. and then right? Darnell Mayberry said. All off season. What did it take, yeah. 11 or 12 11 games? 11 games for 11. you to come to this yeah, that's, You needed 11 games, really? They, they, they had the magical trip to Nashville to bond, to get this team together for continuity. It took one game for a closed-door meeting, and it took them 11, 11 games, games. 11 games to figure out this ain't it. And, like we, we all knew it. Joe Fan knew it. Joe, Joe Fan. Fan knew Joe Fan that knew. this team ain't winning diddly. That, that don't bring him back. Don't bring don't bring Tory Craig in. That don't bring Javon Carter in. That they're not going to make a difference. That this core won't cut it. But AK said, let's go to Nashville. Let's bond. Let's go continuity. We we'll get a hot chicken. I'm not sandwich. turning down a, a free trip to Nashville, I, but, I, but it's not going to do anything for my <laughs> my team chemistry. Yeah, you come back a little heavier. You yeah. come back a little more hungover. Yeah, but you're not better at basketball. Maybe you have a, a cowboy hat and some boots. The amazing thing is that they needed 11 games. Really, you needed like uh, Sylvie's right. Everybody knew. We all knew. Everybody knew. Like, and now 11 games in, you're like, well, maybe maybe we should trade some of these guys. You think? What like how? We all knew. That's crazy. Uh, did you think that Benintendi was the answer to get you over the edge for no. your baseball team? Of course not. Okay. None of what they do. Maybe they should have gone either to Nashville. place makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jerry wants to move the team. Go ahead. Put me out of my misery. Move to Nashville. <laughs> I mean, let me do something else for you. Give, me, give us all a break for crying out loud. You know, I, I, I mean. Uh, well, at I least you got the Bears. The Cubs at least you got the Bears. What a kick in the ball. Nah, it's, I'm telling you, it's like the person who leaves the it's house with a big spot on their shirt. And you say to them, I can see the spot on your shirt. Why didn't you see the spot on your shirt before you left the right, house? Right. AK saw the spot on his shirt. And you wore it out anyway. We all knew. We all, we all see it. I, AK, I see the spot on your shirt. He thought it was part What's of the team that? logo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He thought it was a team logo. Yeah, and then what? Halfway through the party, he says, "I'm going to change my shirt." Well, oh. you should have changed it when you saw it in home. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Where'd this oh. come from? Oh, what happened? You're just you mean playing dumb. Dirt isn't part of our team logo. Unbelievable, you guys. Good times. Uh, good, good times. times. The and, then best. The, and then there are the Bears. The yeah. best of times. Uh, good times. It's the best. Well, if the Cubs sign Shohei, that'll be. Thank you. At least the Cubs have Thank that. You. Are you going to do the and at run? Least the Sox have. Yurko, uh, are you going to run? Are you going to run the speedo? No, we've uh, no you're not going to do the speedo. Ridiculous. I don't yeah. understand why it's got to be a speedo. It's got to be an embarrassment. Embarrass- like something so like that would it's a celebration, garner not attention. An right. Yeah. Yeah. But it would, it would I mean, garner attention. Oh, look at you. A run's going to garner attention anyway. I mean, what's going on? I don't understand the speedo. Speedo. Like, you're going to say that if I, like, I'm willing. To do something so outlandish if gonna, they got something. Are you going to eat Someone. some poop on the way, too? That yeah, I won't. I will on. never do anything I where mean, I will have geez. to eat poop. I mean, come on. What are we doing? I think you should just do the are run you because you're, you're doing it as like a celebration of your team getting him and you're raising money for charity for yes. a noble cause. Like, that's the speedo. important thing. I, I don't think it needs to be done in a Speedo. He wants, obviously, he wants ah, to wear a Speedo. Just Show them the Speedo. Go, where the show him the money. Show them the speed up. Wear it wear, wear to work on Thursday when you go to Hal's Hall. <laughs> no. Press all your friends and neighbors. <laughs> I told Yurko, I'll pull him in the, the bike. The he said he wants to ride his own bike if the Cubs sign Otani. Yeah, I'll ride my own bike. Waddle said you couldn't ride your own bike. Well, I mean, that's beside the point of being ridiculous. Now, I, I said w- you wouldn't want to ride I a bike. You I said won't. he wasn't no, healthy I enough to ride his own look, bike. 
See this neat? Yeah, it'll swell up like a... It needs to be replaced. Yes. Yeah. So how do you think that that bike ride's going to do By the way, um, uh, there's the great sponsorship there's opportunities no here, guys. Yes, huh? Partnership opportunities with the good kid. Yeah. Oh, Zimmer, to replace the knee? Striker. Yeah. Any of those that, you know, got the parts on the inside? Uh, Illinois yeah. Bone and Joint? I am ready. Are you ready for I'm, it? I'm going straight, you know, I'm skipping over. I'm going straight to the companies, the big He ones. wants, like, the actual company the that's going to provide the parts. Oh, really? You're yeah, going like striker. <laughs> striker I'm Medical. Dipping. I'm double yeah. dipping. I want it Guess all. what's inside Yurko's knee? Striker Medical. Zimmer. Or Zimmer. To me, we should you know? put it on Twitch. Your guy. He's, oh. he's in Indiana, oh, too. Yeah. Paul Peroni. He's, oh, Peroni? I got yeah. a guy, too. Do you? I mean, we all got guys. Paul Peroni. Is that yeah. uh, like Peroni's disease? What is that? I got a guy in Tampa. Peroni's. No. Oh, Peroni's? That helped develop yeah. the knee. Helped develop yeah. the knee that well, you should get it for free, then. Yeah. That's what I'm talking What is Peroni's disease? Your penis is like... It bent in half. Yeah, Jeez, broken. Yeah. I had a buddy that got, you know, when he was in his session oh, it with broke? the young lady. Yeah, oh, broken geez. half. I go, how's that happen? How's that happen? <laughs> how, did, how did this come I think up? It's, it happened. It he married the out. And he it, married the girl. Yeah, it oh, slipped, that that slipped out. That slipped out. Good on her. Like, it, that didn't sway out. her. It slipped out on the way back. Did I spit on you? No, no. I'm just thinking about to being high noon. You can fix it with 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 uh, with yeah. surgery. She came down with a forceful impact and just cracked that thing. Cracked that. Cracked that whip. Do, 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 do. Step on a crack. And she stayed with Break him. Break your boyfriend's. No, better not. All right. Yeah. Well, they stayed with each other. She inflicted the damage. She, she didn't do it out of a feeling no, of spite. Like, no, yeah, she did no out of I mean, out of, she felt like she did obligated. Out of love. They were in out love. Of it was out of pleasure. It was a mistake. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, anyway, I'm, sorry I'm sorry. I, I, like, I didn't misfortune. know the way you were reacting there. I thought I didn't. No, no, no. If my friend wasn't so vertically challenged in that area. Raul. It might have been okay, but he was, and hence the problems. Uh, uh, back to your knee. You could, but the bike has got no impact. No, on let's that. go back to the broken penis. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think you yeah. could do the bike. He married her. I know. All right. He married her, man. You've said that. Love. Exciting uh, and new. You, without the impact Break of running. Did he, did he get, is it back normal? How do yeah, you ask yeah, him? He, yeah, he's good. He's back to normal. Did he, had the yeah. sur- did he have the or surgery? Is it really good. ever yeah. back to normal? Yeah. I think this surgically, well, they can... I mean, it's not John Wayne Bobbitt. It wasn't severed and, you know, well, I know. Off. If I you're going to go in there and fix it, can you add a little something to yeah, it as well? I, I was going to say, is it like Tommy John surgery yeah. where maybe you throw it harder? It's better the second you get it fixed. Next thing you know, you're throwing one out. She knew what she was doing. Maybe she did. I'm going to ask him because I'll see him in March when I go down to Pinehurst once again. Just a little white ball around. Why don't Have you just call time. him instead of waiting that long? You get the answer. He's a friend, but he's not that close. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More of an acquaintance to gotcha. golf his name on the But he's such a but but he's such a an acquaintance. I'm not right now I'm it's one of two guys that I know, and I'm not exactly sure what his name is, though I think I'm on right. correct. If you're, not very, if you're not no, close if you're not close to him, he felt comfortable enough to tell you the oh, story. He told us the story. Really? Yeah. Or it was one of his buddies that told me the yeah. story. And then I right away said, Let me see it. <laughs> oh wow. Did he show it to you? Yeah. I want to <laughs> see this thing. Did he show it to Let you? Let me see this appendix. Let the boy watch. Yeah. <laughs> so what Did is you going see on it? here? Did you see it? No, he, no, he, he wouldn't do it. He's too shy. Yeah. You say Johnny with a cigar in his mouth yeah. and, a, and a bourbon in his hand right, let me see after it. after playing eighteen. Show me, show me, show, show me. me. Show I don't believe you. He's like he's like, no, no, he's like the Colonel in uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. May I oh see my. it? Oh my! May I see it? Where's Skater Girl? <laughs> yeah, no, where is Skater Girl? Where you need her?
May I see it? Oh, boy. <laughs> what do you think? That's one of the oddest, but oh, we haven't done all time. So guys, we haven't done it unhinged. So good. Right? You guys but, keep not wanting to come to work all the time. Organize one. You're tomorrow. The you phone guys, Does your phone not work? To work? Can we do it tomorrow? Enough of this Hallis Hall crap. Can we do an unhinged I, tomorrow? I could did make, you, I could did you spend the night over at Pat Boyle's yeah. house and just grab a sweater? Yeah, it's my cousin Gogo oh, got really? me tickets for the games tonight. Excellent. So I had to find my Michigan State can, stuff to wear it. Can tonight. we do an unhinged tomorrow? Uh, well, why not? Uh, right, maybe, do I don't know. I'm ready for an unhinged I right now. Let's do it. Sounds like it. Come on, tomorrow, 11-10. Let's do what it. What you got going on? Commit. I don't know. I got to look. She's got tennis class. You know what's going on. Tennis class? She's working on her uh Well, what's that have to do with my wife's she's not coming in? She's working on her lobs. Yeah. You know what's going and on. She's playing tennis. She's working on her backhand lobs. Cross-court winners. <laughs> Andre. <laughs> Andre. Who's Andre? Agassi. I don't know. Coach. Yeah, it could be Agassi. Thank you. Yeah, it could be Andre Agassi. How about that? I doubt it. She should bring over a real tennis coach. Go on, Ivan. Ivan. Yes, he was the best. Yeah, you know what? I don't think any of them are setting up shop here in Chicago in the way of the courts of tennis. He's helped. Yeah, he's helped Novak out. Has he? Yeah, he's been coaching Novak for a while. Listen, Novak's a phenomenal player. Yeah, I think he's. Every once in a while, Novak's got to yell at somebody, and it's Goran. He always yells at in the stands. You ever see? Well, they when take it out all tennis players. Yeah, all around. Around. He goes, but he goes and attacks Ivan Isovic. They all do. Oh, yeah. All of these tennis oh, players yeah. scream at their coaches yeah. when they're missing shots. Right, really? Why are they screaming at the coach? That's part of the coach's yes. job is to absorb a little bit oh. so their players can refocus then. Be like the caddy in golf. Yeah, exactly. Only, only, only if you're a quarters caddy, you won't get paid. Let's you know now turn to the courts of tennis. That's Goran Ivanisevich. Yes. That's when you knew you were going to be great. Even, even that's Ivanisevich. his middle name. Hey. You didn't know that? Hey. I'm the that's only one knew. who was really doing the research. It should have been he Goran Ivan Ivanisevich. It's even. The best part is just the transition. Let's now turn to the courts of tennis. Let's now turn to the courts of tennis. It's a segue right there. That's All the best sportscasters have a segue. Way like that. It's, it's so That's great. Dan Patrick in his Dan prime. Patrick right there. Right there, yeah. And now let's go to the For fields Night of football. Sports. I'm Mark Silverman. Report Sports. Were you it's also so the, uh, you were the, the boss at that point as well, weren't you? Of the radio station. Yes. yes. So good, I was the so sports you were, director of yeah. the WIDB radio. Yeah, uh, did the the television right as well. and I was on WSIU yeah. uh, radio as well. That's what I mean, big time yeah. over here. See? This guy was a mover and a shaker. Yes, he was. Did right? you do your show in the speedo? Did you ever I do did not did you ever any speedo shows? You know, he used to interview uh, Yerk, Who? Jim Hart. Yeah, as yeah. an athletic director. Yes, he was yeah. our AD at the Former time. Former quarterback from Morton Grove, Illinois, number yeah. seventeen, Play, I believe. Played for the, the uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals, yes. Uh-huh. Goran Ivanisevic, a one-time winner of Wimbledon. Yes. And his middle name is Ivan. Ivan. It's not at all. It's Goran Ivanisevic. It's Pete. In that Wimbledon that he won, he was a invite. He was an invite by the uh, tournament. Like John Daly? He didn't have uh, a ranking. Like, really? He didn't have a ranking. Like John Daly so they won said, the listen, come on over. We want you to play this year. He ends up winning the whole damn thing. He was nope. an invite, not a qualifier? Yeah, he didn't nope. qualify. He was an invite. They no said, kidding. come on. Goran, we want you to play. You won the whole day. He lives day. in Monaco now. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Taxes. Yeah. Oh, taxes. Yes. You, want to get, you, know, you don't want to pay the taxes in the European Union. No. 
Monaco. You know, Michael goes to Monaco a lot. Sure, oh, all the rich people. Why wouldn't you? All right, what's up? Uh, on do you want to hear a, a holiday parody yes. song? Yes. I am told we have a good one. That's it. And it's about Cap. I want right. to hear it. And this is, this is uh, from a guy who has been a, a finalist before, correct? Okay. Tyler? Yes. Yeah, Jason Holsworth. All right. Yeah, we're hoping this one breaks down the dam. You know, this one gets... Yeah, it's, they've been, it's, been tr- it's been a trickle, trickle so far. Yeah. Well, but it's early yeah. still. Yes. And it's we always say that. Happens. Guys are in production. Carm, you've got you to criticize some folks to yeah. get them inspired. You guys about that the other day. are in production right now. Yeah. You know, it's production. Yes. ESPN uh, The grand prize winner will receive... Uh, a year's supply of groceries from Jewel Oscar. It's a great oh, gift. That's great uh, now, it's a great uh, prize oh, this year. I Unbelievable. Heard that. And oh, I know yeah. uh, Elijah Craig Bourbon is sponsoring it. That's yes. wonderful. I love Elijah Craig. I think you made an impact there. It's good bourbon. Hey, you recruited that. them. Thank you, Carmen. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. That's what yeah. Carmen does. 19 Crimes is He's back. American Sale is back. What did you add, Johnny? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I added, I added my criticism okay. to anything that I see that might be wrong. This guy's bringing him in left That's and right. Don't worry about it. All right, let's hear it. Let's remember So this is Jason Hallsworth to the tune, a uh, Cappy-themed one, to the tune of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You know, they changed the rule at East Bank. No more cell phones because Cap was taking videos in the locker room. <laughs> Again? I mean, what is he thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here. Yeah. But, dude, this is a private This area. is a locker room. You better watch out, I hope you're not shy, cause you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy. Cappy loves to live stream in the locker room. He always works hard, he loves to break news, even when surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes. Cappy got caught filming in the locker room. He sees you when you're showering, he knows when you're naked. Hey, Cap, take a break, go out to dinner, but put down that damn iPad. Oh, what's the big deal? What could go wrong? Have you ever heard of little Kyle Long? Cappy, please stop filming in the locker room. That's well done. Yeah. Really good. Fabulous. That's good. That's a leader right now. That's a true leader. I understand why everybody doesn't want to be the first one in. Because if you're the first one and you have a tendency to be forgotten. Right. So I also understand what the delay is. People want to wait and time their uh, entry in. They want to measure themselves against. Right. And here's what's going to happen. Um, They've probably gone back and done a statistical analysis on when the winners winners entered their song. And I bet you there's about a three-day window that you want to be in. There's a chart. You don't want to be too early. You don't so, want to be too late. The song makers like have this chart. Well, listen, if you can have statistical evidence to do a thousand well, different things, that's a lot of, you def- there's a lot of data to cover. Like a lot to, of people ain't got nothing to do. I get, man, right. be but if that's yeah. the best one we hear the whole time, it's going to win. You that was a good one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, it's good. Have you guys ever heard Kyle Long talk about that moment? He was just recently, again, on Pardon My Take. And he was talking to the guys about compression shorts yeah. and how they're the evil after playing a football game and yeah. no one realizes that yeah. and how he was caught in a bad moment, bad timing, and it was a bad day for uh, him. Listen, right. Turtle goes in its shell.
well. It's fine. Yeah, well, that don't worry about it, Kyle. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're out there. You, a manly man. Where to Make go? Make no mistake. Trying to, trying to, to protect your stuff. Hibernation. Yeah. Look, there are parts of the day when you feel better about of yourself, course. too. Of course. And worst parts of the day. Yes, it agreed. It's cold. All right, what's coming up on the show today? Uh, so we'll talk about this uh, Zach Levine news uh, The Chams is reporting. Uh, that threw kind of a, an audible into the plans. Yeah. So are the Bulls just 11 games in going to now start to sell and start to rebuild? And, and if so, should AK oversee this? Um, we're also going to discuss a lot of Bears stuff today. Justin Fields, what he needs to do in the final seven games to really win stuff over. And I was, I was looking back. These two teams that are playing each other, the Lions and the Bears... Where they were a year ago mm. is quite shocking. I yeah. don't know if you fully grasp Yuck. where each team was. The Lions were like two and five, right? It was it was uh, it was November thirteenth, twenty twenty two. So what so is that? A year a, ago, a, yesterday. Yeah, a year ago yesterday. A year ago yesterday when they played, and I I got to say the Bears were the plucky team, mm. not the Lions. And then, and then and then the outcome happened, yeah. and then all of a sudden the two teams went in opposite Great directions. Point. You, so could could the Bears now change their fortunes with a shocking win? That's a good this point. weekend. All right, all right, guys, have a great show. Uh, Waddle and Sylvie will get you home next. Black and Abdallah tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD two FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. David Montgomery on the right hip of Justin Fields. He'll keep the ball, and there he goes, Justin, middle of the field, 45, 50. Green grass in front of him, leaving Lions in his wake, running left to the 10, 5, end zone, touchdown on the biggest play, third down you could possibly have dialed up. He goes 67 yards. And it was a great cut inside. You know, he was going to read the block of Cole Komet to the outside edge to the right. He saw Cole Komet extending that play to the outside right, saw that opening on the interior of the field, and took it to the shortest distance between two points. Beating a fellow Buckeye to the end zone with Jeff Okuda. Trying to get on his heels, and Justin veered away at the last minute and looked over his shoulder, and he hit Pater. Yeah, that was uh, courtesy of BBN last year in the Bears Radio Network. Now they're uh, they're our team. Yeah, now we're the Bears Radio Network. Yeah, I did like it. It's really hard to remember because so much has happened. But last year, Sunday, November thirteenth, it was a year ago yesterday that the Bears lost to the Lions thirty-one to thirty. They were up in that game by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I don't know if you remember that. The Bears, if they had won that game, would have moved to four and six on the air if they would have finished the deal. Also, if they would have finished the deal, they would have gone to three and two at home that year. They were the plucky team. They were the team coming off a 35-32 loss to the Miami Dolphins. And remember the week before that, they had beaten the Patriots 33-14. to The Detroit Lions, just a couple of weeks before that, in early October, faced that same New England team, and they lost to the Patriots 29 to nothing. They were, they were a team, Detroit, who really at that point was going nowhere. 
Um, and then since that game, do you know what the records are for each team? Well, our team had three wins on the season, right. so at that point they were three and six. So that's nine, seventeen, zero oh and eight. So we're three and seven. So three and fifteen for us. They are three. Right. The Bears are three and fifteen. The Bears would have won if they would have finished off a two-score lead in the fourth quarter. The Bears last year would have won their fourth game, and again would have been three and two. This is like the difference on how. Two teams in the middle of rebuilds faced each other, the Bears being the more plucky team. And uh, the Bears didn't. They blew the lead, and then Detroit goes on this streak, and the Bears go down the dumper. So the Bears go 3-15, and 15, down the dumper. Down the dumper. Do you know what the lines are since that game? Let's go... Let's go 14-3. 14-4. 14-4. 14-4. and four. That's the difference. Two teams, sort of the same position. I'm looking to see. I did the research uh, this morning for my column. Um, what the, the Lions record was at that point. The Lions came into that game at 2-6. and six. They were a 2-6 and six team, still stuck in the middle of the rebuild. Dan Campbell was, you know, this meat-headed... Uh, coach still on the hot seat. Is he biting kneecaps at that point? He was still like the kneecap biter. He was still the meathead coach. You know, the, the Lions came off a, a 15 to 9 ugly win against the Packers, but a win nonetheless, kind of like the Bears came off the win against uh, the Panthers. Two and six. And if they would have lost the game, if the Bears would have finished that off, uh, they would have fallen to two and seven. Instead, they go to three and six. And it's a part of a 14-4 and four run. They win 14 of their next 18. The Bears, on the other hand, lose 15 of 18. And those are the tales of two teams going in opposite directions. It's, it's, it's amazing how life comes at you in the NFL. They're more talented. They're better coached than we are. There's no question it's about that. It's easy to say that. It's, it's, and for sure. For sure. It's easy to say that now. But... In that time and in that place, we were all saying that that's a game the Bears needed to win, should have won, and going into that game, a feeling at that time that we felt the Bears would win. I bet you if we played back the tape, none of us were saying that the Lions were the more talented team. We were probably saying we've got the better quarterback in Justin Fields than Jared Goff. Um that we felt better about everything the way the Bears were going at that time. At three and six, and if they would have won, they would have been four and six. It's easy to say now after you've watched the last 18 games. Yeah, it's also easy because I don't remember. I'm foggy. I don't remember how I felt about either team back then. But, but that, that's the point, that life comes at you fast. Of course. And, and, and now in these last seven, the Bears have to sort of turn things around and 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 figure out how they could get on this run. Kind of like Houston's gone on this run. Do you know, towards the end of the year, Houston Texans were 1-12-1 under Lovey Smith. They had, they had a joke of a vice president. Lovey Smith was their coach, and Davis Mills was their quarterback. It's another example of how if you want people to think differently of you, change the narrative. The Detroit Lions did. We did not. And now, <clears throat> this is where the Bears are stuck once again. 
This is the most important game that, that Matt Eberflus has coached in his young Bears head coaching career, without a doubt. That's not hyperbole. That's, that's none of the above. He is, this team is 6-21 and 21 under his direction. He's 0 for in the division, has not won a division game. His, his team haven't won consecutive games in his entire stretch here. You are going on the road now to face the class of the division. They are 7-2. and two. Offensively, they average 408 yards and 27 points per game. They are as hot as any team. They are balanced. They're the fourth-ranked rushing team. They're the fourth-ranked passing team. Ben Johnson's got this group cooking. You've got a lot of guys that are doing really good things. If Matt Eberflus wants to do something positive for his job security, go to Detroit on Sunday and find a way to get a W. Outcoach Ben Johnson. Your defensive scheme versus Ben Johnson's offensive scheme. Your defensive guys versus Ben Johnson's offensive guys. If you want to change the way we feel about you, and the same is true for, for Justin. Justin, you want us to feel differently about who you are and whether or not you're the guy for the future in the last seven games. Like, this would be the biggest win of Justin's career. Oh, yeah? I right. mean, for both of these guys, look at who they've won in the last, they've beaten in the last two years. And the only team that's worth a darn was the opener against the 49ers last year. They beat the 49ers, who ended the season 13-4. and four. They beat the Texans, who were 3-13. and 13. This was in 2022. And they beat the Patriots, who ended up the year 8-9. and nine. And then the, the, the 49ers team that they beat traded that quarterback who started that game. And it was a monsoon. Right, and it was in a monsoon. And this year, you've got the Commanders. They won't finish over 500. The Raiders, look at their schedule at the end of the year. They're 5-5. Five and five. They won't finish over 500. And the Panthers... Like, if you want to change how we feel about the coach and the quarterback, this is a great opportunity. This is an opportunity game for a lot of people. Well, think about it, Waddle. Last year in that Lions game with a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter against the Lions on November 13th, the Bears could have gone to 3-2 and two at home. Do you know when Matt Eberflus won his third home game of his career as a Bears coach? Uh, the Panthers game last Thursday. It was the Vegas game. Oh, the Vegas. The Vegas game on October 22nd, a year later. Like, he was almost going to win his third home game to go 3-2 and two at home that year. He didn't win his third home game of his career in a Bears, uh, as Bears coach till October 22nd, 2023. That's how close, like, it was really going up. They were, they were taking off. They'd come back against Dallas. They were, they, they'd beaten the Patriots. They'd come back against Dallas. They fought Miami in a really, really close game. They had a two-touchdown lead against Detroit. The arrow was going up. It was going up. They were scoring points. They could have finished that game against Detroit. They didn't. They go in the crapper. The Lions go 14-4 and since then. Tale of two teams. Opposite directions based on this one game a year ago yesterday. Maybe if the Bears finish that game, the Bears still go downhill. Right. Who knows? I don't know, but it's, it's just amazing the narratives going into that game and how no one thought Detroit was any good. We all thought at the, I could assure you, we all thought at that time the Lions were beatable. They should have won. I'm Tyler, what was the line in that game? I'm interested in finding out. Can you call up the line from that game, November 13th, 2022? Yeah, let me track it down. It was a frigid game. 
for a, a, a November. It was like a 30-degree day at Soldier Field in November. I was there with the kids, and, uh, and they couldn't finish that game. And, um, and it's just amazing how things go. And now, you know, like at that time, we were like, yeah, they've got this going in the right direction. We like what the general manager's doing. We like what the head coach is doing. Luke Getze is, is changing things for Fields. They changed the offense with more running. Fields was taking the next step after a slow start. And then, and then like a couple of games later, all things were downhill after that. And they, they went on this 13-game losing streak or whatever it ended up being. It's been a good time. Been a good time. Bears were three point favorites in that game. Yeah, so the Bears were the favorite. Um, they were they were in the same class as the Lions, and the Lions were the team that took off. We didn't view the Lions as this up and coming team back then. Not then, but since then, they've turned it around. Second but seed in the NFC right it's now. It's been admirable. What they have been able to do is is admirable. Um, if you want to weigh in on that, then there's the news from Shams. Let me call up this tweet here. Um, Shams tweeted a little bit earlier, and Darnell Moon, I mean, uh, Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mabry is in on this as well. There's a story up on The Athletic with the Bulls off to a 4-7 and seven start. NBA teams are probing the availability of two-time All-Star Zach Levine, and there's been increased openness from the organization and players about exploring a trade, sources tell Shams and Darnell Mabry. And, and, and Darnell then tweeted following that up saying, one league source told me this week the Bulls won't have the same roster in a month. Changes feel imminent in Chicago. Bulls lost yesterday. They were, they were trailing that whole game. They tightened it up in the fourth quarter a little bit. Another game that Zach wasn't very good. He padded the stats late in the game. Um, they're not a. They're not an interesting watch at all. It's terrible. Yeah. It's I. I find myself their background noise, yeah. if even noise. They were TV two compared to the football game. Look, Alex Caruso is a fun player to watch, but he misses thirty percent of the games every year. I mean, he plays so hard, he's not healthy all the time. So if he's not in the game, it makes it much less entertaining. And, so and then like it's just maddening that. Here they are now at four and seven, and they're going to trade from a weakness. They're going to trade with Levine's value even lower when they had all offseason to deal with every team, whether it's before the draft or during the offseason with sign and trades and other people. And they decided to just do everything as is only to say after 11 games, OK, now we give up. And, and like it, we all knew it. We all knew that it was pure silliness for any NBA executive to say, this is what we're going to do. This is our solution for this year's team after staying the course last year and not even getting to the postseason is just bringing them all back and hoping again that it sort of takes. 11 games is the threshold for, for pivoting and going in the opposite direction. That's weird. That's just a weird decision to come into this year status quo, think it was going to change, and then 11 games in decide, well, status quo probably wasn't the best option. And there were rumors about them trading Zach at the deadline last year. It's why I thought they would trade him in the offseason. Then in the offseason, there's nothing. And I don't know what AK is doing. I I really don't. I mean, again, this team doesn't threaten anybody. Knightley, 
over the course of any like nobody's afraid to play this team. Nobody. They're like and the and the the, the two guys, Damar and, and and Zach are like oil and vinegar. Well, yeah, you yeah, trade or oil and water. What's the what's the expression? Is it oil, oil and water? water? Oil and vinegar is great. Oh, like oil and vinegar. Okay. If you have a salad, they're not oil and vinegar. Oil and vinegar is fantastic. They're oil and water. Those two don't go together. Correct. They don't mix. They they, they, they separate. Yes. Yeah. They don't combine well. Uh, if you're going to trade Zach, then you're trading Demar too. I mean, there's no reason to have Demar on your team. And why'd you bring Vooch back? I I did not. <laughs> I didn't bring Vooch back. <laughs> I didn't say no. I did nothing to do with that. <laughs> Like that was a that was a big mistake. So I listen. If you trade Zach, you're trading Lamar or Demar as well, aren't you? And Lamar, uh, you're trading He's a Demar. Free agent next year, yeah. Well, I mean, why, why would you? Yeah, and at, while you're at it, see what you can get for Pat Williams. Oh boy, I mean, why I, not? You're really trading low then. Well, do you think it's getting better? Why? Because when no, Zach's it's not away, I, I mean, you're going to put the ball in Patrick could, Williams' hands Maybe more? he could pat his stat. I don't know. And now here we are back to, uh, like, again, and I, I have no faith that he's the right guy. I have no faith that he can draft. The guys that he has drafted in the middle rounds just play for their minor league team out in well, I don't even think States. Terry was dressed last night. No. He was in civ- civilian clothing. He just goes to the to the what, what's the the G League team? What are they called? Windy Rock- City Bulls. Windy City the, Bulls. Yeah. They go. He goes to the Windy City Bulls, and then like none of their guys do anything. He doesn't draft well. He shows you that he hasn't gotten creative. He's shown you that. What like I, I, I am he so, can't stay either. I'm so uninspired by them and and i i'm a big basketball fan this is the most uninspired i've been in a really long time about this team yeah i gave a solution but of course um you know i've i've, I've been beaten to a pulp with with reinsdorf owned teams that even when i type it out i laugh at myself at the solution that i have for the bulls i'll tell you about that three one two three three two three seven seven six bears lions bulls are they going to trade everyone now after just 11 games of saying continuity? What kind of ass-backwards plan are they on? And then Adam Johns uh, scouted one of the quarterbacks available in the draft. will join us at 3. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. I always tell you, Waddle, I don't think that front office guys get paid enough. I think that it's pennies on the dollar if you get a, a good guy to run your franchise. Like, big deal that it would cost $12 million to get Theo or $10 million. Like, what is that in the grand scheme of an NBA player? A second or third contract, absolutely. You can't pay these guys a huge amount of money if they've never proven it. But for Theo, you give him whatever it would take if, in fact, you could lure him back to a franchise. Like, what is it? But I don't know what a, a guy like Bob Myers would cost. Uh, whatever. Bring well, him in. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it costing, like, for a, a, a type of player? Like, salary-wise. What? We're, we're talking about a bench guy, a guy, a role guy. Like, so, and he's at the top. And I know people have said that, you know, he's had his faults and towards the end, he still is way better than what the Bulls would have. And if he's running the organization, I feel way more confident. And he's a free agent now. I, I don't know if you would have to, what his contractual status was when he left the Warriors. 
If he was free, if his contract just expired, he's working for ESPN now. Point is, he's, he's, he's sitting next to uh, Michael Wilbon sometimes. Mike joins us today. We should so we ask should him ask about him. Like, it. That's yeah. what I would do. If, like, if AK's going to sell and if he's going to get best possible draft compensation for these guys now, he, he then can clear out his office and I'm hiring Bob Myers. I, I just, like I said about Craig Council, oh, you, oh you, you really paid a big money contract to Craig Council. It's $40 million, $8 million a year. That's Lurie Garcia money. Like that big deal for a manager, he touches every 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 person on that roster as far as what he develops and putting the lineup card together and how he deals with your front office. Listen, Danson Dalen Terry makes three and a half million dollars a year. <laughs> Danson Dalen, I like that. I mean, like, so it's like, nothing. Yeah, it's so, zero. So like, it doesn't I, cost you. All it costs you is cash. I would say to AK, thank you. We gave you a shot. We gave you your first real. Big job out of Denver. You can't stay anymore. I've got no ties to you. You didn't hit a winning three-point basket for me in a championship game. You know, Pax is different. Pax got to stay. He built some good teams. And because he was a championship player, I've got no connection to you. Like, Kenny built a World Series team. Kenny played for the White Sox. These guys are, these guys came from a different organization. I don't know why. Michael or Jerry would be so tied to them when they've basically gotten you nowhere. If you were running a business and the person that was in charge of your personnel and planning made a decision over the course of time, and then after, what's the season been? Three weeks? It's been three yeah, weeks? Basically. After three weeks, after selling me on this is your plan, to pivot and go in a different direction three weeks later... That's not a solid that, plan. I mean, my, my, if I'm the owner of that, I, I don't care what business it is. In this case, it's an NBA basketball team. If it's Walgreens, if it's Chick-fil-A, if it's whatever it is, you're going to have to explain to me why you spent this much time and energy putting this plan into place. And then three weeks later, you've decided to pivot and go in a different direction. You've got to explain to me why that's the right thing and why you didn't see this. Months ago, as the the best option, mm-hmm. it's it, it's shocking, but not shocking because they're owned by the same person. The White Sox and the Bulls have mirrored each other as far as their level of success each season. Two years ago, they were both interesting playoff teams who held at one time like best records. The White Sox went into the playoffs. Remember, they had a really good first half. Petered out in the second half, still went to the postseason, and what they win? One game against the Astros? Yes. The Bulls got off to the really good start. They were the number one seed. Then they peter out. They played Milwaukee in the first round. I think they won one playoff game. Same Bulls and White Sox. Next year, the White Sox, after a lot of people think they could still compete, 500 team exactly. Last year, what the Bulls do? Basically a 500 team. They didn't make the postseason. They were a play-in team. This year, the White Sox, they tried it again. They blew it all up at the trade deadline. This year, the Bulls, they tried all again. What are they doing? They're blowing it all up. Like, it's like, can they not learn from each other? They are mirroring exactly the same seasons. I know they're owned by the same person, but they are having the exact same seasons exactly the same year. The Sox followed by the Bulls. 
It's incredible. What was the game plan this year was to become a better more frequent three-point shooting team, right? Right. right. I mean, wasn't we're, that... We're going to change our three-point profile and continuity, and some of these bench pieces will help. They're still 22nd in three-point attempts. Of course. Like, yeah. I mean, you it's, still... Like, last year, you were dead last, right? It's about your it, stars. It really and, hasn't... It, and, the, and, the, the, the approach hasn't really changed. And Zach, Zach has shot it terribly. Uh, see, Red Fred, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Fred? Oh, guys, I'm beyond despondent with uh, AK-4 and 7 here. This is uh, in, it's insanity. You know, Zach Levine is below his career numbers right now in points per game, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, assists. Like, every meaningful stat outside of free throw attempts, he's well below his career average. Why so do you why think in the that world, is, Fred? Why do you think that is? He's, he's had a bad start. It happens with players over 11 games. Sometimes they come out to a, they they don't play well. You don't trade a guy at this point. Why are you announcing to the world that you're open for business when he's playing like this and he's and his value is probably at a at a low? He's 28 years old. Right, so now we're gonna low. we're gonna move him. You know, this is, you know what drives me nuts about these guys? They haven't admitted to one mistake since they took over the team. So they get Larry Markkinen from the previous group. They evaluate him. They trade him. Wendell Carter Jr. They trade him. They cut Max Strauss. Now you got Zach Levine. And they've been so quick to move from talented pieces from before, but they can't admit Williams was a mistake. Dale and Terry Bull, they give him a extend him. The guy shouldn't even be in the NBA. Marco Simonovic took up a roster spot for three years. Fred, this is why we you should put yourself in timeout because yeah. you constantly come on and you try to sell, sell us, us the hope. red Leviathan. Yeah. Look, I don't now think, Fred, Fred, I don't think that a guy with Zach Levine's Resume. I don't think eleven games diminish. He is what he, he's worth. What he was worth before the season started, and whatever that is, these eleven this games. This is who he is. Yeah, I mean, well, really, do you really? Do you really think that you're going to get significantly less because Zach Levine in eleven games to start the season is shooting thirty one percent from the three point line versus the thirty eight percent that he normally shoots? Like the, these general managers, some of them understand the same thing. Like, if you're going to trade Zach Levine, you're going to get exactly for him now what you would have gotten for him in the offseason. I was wrong about that, and I was wrong about that. Me too. I I thought thought Zach Zach would get better. Me too. I thought he would get better. I thought he'd be more more of a winning player. I documented last year he was amongst the losingest players in in the NBA. I think he was with more than 500 games played. But it wasn't a bad decision to sign him because you could have always traded him. Right. So now move him. Yeah. I don't think you're going to move him for anything less than you would have moved him in the offseason. I mean, right. that's silly. If you want to weigh in, 332-3776. We're back in two minutes, and we're going to talk to Adam Johns uh, from The Athletic. as uh, He talks Bears with us, and he also scouted one of the college quarterbacks who the Bears could be interested in. That's in two minutes.